Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. This is Christine Jewell, and today we are talking about designing, designing an intentional and purposeful year in 2022. As we look forward, we come to the close of a wild and crazy ride. It's been a wild and crazy ride for the last two years, really, for many of us. Many old ways have fallen apart. Business has shifted. The way we connect with each other has shifted. The way we do life has shifted. And really, I think, you know, I have people listening from all around the world. So I know how many different realities are at play right now. As I even record this podcast, life looks very different depending on, yes, what part of the globe you're in, what system you're choosing to be plugged into, and really what rules or um, I call it the, the rules you want to live by if, you, if you're really stuck in this three-dimensional reality of the world that we see through our eyes, through the television and the show that's going on, or if we're really tuned into what's happening beyond the scenes. But I'm not going to dive into that today. We've already talked about that enough. But I really wanted to do this podcast because really I'm in my own you know, practice right now, as I close out 2021, uh, one of the things I do every year is set aside time to invest in personal reflection, downtime to really celebrate the past year, look ahead, think about what am I here to experience? What am I here to create, to contribute to? And I really set the site and the vision for the next year. And it's something that I've done for many years now. And my process has definitely evolved, transformed, and upgraded throughout the years. And I want to talk about some things that I normally see, some patterns that I normally see happen, specifically at this time of year. I'm going to get really practical and tactical. So I'm going to actually share some of the system that I use to close out the year and design an intentional year. And then I've got something for you at the end as always. So today's going to be a little bit more practical and tactical, but I think that by the end of this podcast, I really want you to to really get that an intentionally designed life is a meaningful, fulfilled life. This is the one thing that I see people, I, I hear all of the time when I talk to people or interview high achievers, highly successful people, or just anyone. I say, you know, like, what do you desire more for? And they want more meaningful connection. They want more meaningful work. They want more meaningful experiences, right? Like people desire more meaning, more connection, more fulfillment day to day. This is why this word presence gets thrown around so much. And we're really like seeking and searching and, you know, chasing these things when really like the meaning and the purpose and the fulfillment and all of that, it's right here. If we just knew how to access it, tap into it and pull it into our life now. So I want to, I want to really unpack this a little bit more and 
Also, because I see three, well, there's two main camps, but a third one is rapidly emerging to the forefront of people um, when it comes to planning, setting visions, et cetera, for not only their business, but their lives. You know, we've, we all know the first camp. The first camp is the drifters, right? The drifters truly have no purpose. They're sort of on that raft out in the middle of the ocean, sort of going through life. You know, on one hand, they're like, yeah, I'm just going with the flow, man, which is great. And they really don't have any direction. They have no purpose. They have no vision. There's no mission. And really that beca- that's because there's no clear desires that they've gotten like really clear about that they have fanned the flame on. They haven't gone that deep, right? They've really just sort of been living on the surface level, going through the motions very much, probably in either survival or obligation energy or letting somebody else steer the ship for them or feeling powerless. So I see a lot of this drifting personality, persona, consciousness, and sort of those like lower vibration uh, consciousness we talked about, victim consciousness, or just, you know, not feeling totally empowered, in control of their own actions, beliefs, life, etc. So I just, uh, the drifters, right? There, there's our first camp. We all know the drifters. Maybe you've been a drifter at some point in your life, and maybe you are drifting in some area of your life. I really want to like put a, you know, tap into that, that we can be highly intentional in one arena and also be totally drifting in another. And I see this a lot. And whenever we have this sort of discombobulated, you know, incongruency, it really starts to create a bit of turmoil (laughs) over time because we can feel the polarity and the contrast of sort of living in those two spaces. So we've got the drifters really lacking clarity, lacking desire, lacking the vision, not knowing where to go, where to turn, how to fuel the fire, and sort of just handing over the controls to whoever, wherever is the most confident, has seems to have the most certainty. And man, are we ever seeing it now in our world? People are just following the tide of society, of programming, of authority, without questioning anything, without doing any critical thinking, without tapping in to go, what else is going on? What does my soul, my gut, God have to say about this? There's just no questioning, right? There's just kind of like, that. I just believe what I see with my physical eyes. It is what it is. And I'm just here to kind of go along, toe the line, comply, et cetera. I'm sure that's not you in any way, shape, or form if you're listening to this podcast. However, we've all been there. All right. And so then we have camp number two, and these are really our drivers, right? The drivers, you know who you are if you're a driver. You're just like, you're very driven. You're your high performer. You're the high achiever. You're the go-getter. You make shit happen. You're not sitting around waiting for someone else to tell you what to do, when to do it, how to do it but that you are driven. And, you know, this is where we see like our big goal setters again. And, um, I can very much relate to this driver persona, a lot of fire, a lot of heat, a lot of deep personalities, not all right. But, but we, you guys know this one well, and these are tend to be a lot of our leaders, um, growing up. And again, there, this, this camp gets more done for sure. You know, they have been hustling, they've been grinding, but here's the thing I see 
I see this group, and you know if you're in this camp, like you're always like setting goals, setting projection, making plans. You're probably like need to plan, need to know, need to control. And again, we talk about shifting out of, you know, the that lower level of consciousness that's sort of just drifting powerless to, you know, we see this, this second camp that is really like huh, operating from this this pride, this courage, this empowered state that says, you know, I'm in charge. I know where I'm going. I know what I want. And I'm sort of going after what I want or what I think I want, what I've been programmed to want. But there's a lot more empowerment in this space, um, a lot more feeling in control of the direction of our life. But here's the thing, you know, like, I was in this space for so long until I got completely burnt out. And you guys know my story. I talk about it all the time from athletics to entrepreneurship in relationship. I was just driving all the time and I was constantly needing, chasing the next thing. But you know, all those systems, a lot of them were worldly systems. They were things that I was taught and programmed to chase. They were old definitions of success that were not truly my own. And so the question is really, I'm driving, I'm driving, I'm driving, but for what? Is this truly what I desire? Is this truly in full alignment? And what I've noticed is, you know, the warriors of the world, the drivers, the hustlers, the grinders, the strivers, eventually we either break down or burn out. And because we start to feel the pull towards the next level, the next level of expansions, transcendence to transform and evolve into another state of being, another state of creating. The drivers are a lot of the producers, right? You're always pumping things out. And, um, you know, I I just want to say too, a lot of times when you're in this level of consciousness here, there's no ability to truly slow down and enjoy it, right? There is a fear of taking your foot off the gas, of falling behind. I talk about this all the time, so this is nothing new talked about in one of our last podcasts of like, how do I know if I'm stuck here, sort of enslaved in this space? Because you can't relax slowing down and trusting anything outside of you, anyone else. You're still very much the source or pushing people on your agenda. So, you know, we kind of stay here until we burn out, numb out, disconnect enough. And we say, okay, we start asking questions. We start asking questions like, what on earth am I doing all this for? Is this actually what I want? Where is the joy, the fulfillment? Like I've got all this stuff. I'm going on the vacations. I've got the house. We're always pushing. We're always hitting our sales records. And yet I'm constantly exhausted or just sort of numb or sort of unfulfilled, but not truly intentional and certainly not present, and certainly not enjoying things from a relaxed state. The third camp, you guys know, as we sort of shift again into that consciousness that says of potential, which says, what else is possible? What else is possible when I really move into a place of contribution, heart-centered leadership, leading by compassion, grace, deeper understanding of you know, systems in a larger scale from a place of really connecting to the spirit, the heart, um, co-creation, collaboration. Now we start to shift into a place of intentional and purposeful aligned living. And, you know, this is the camp where we're showing up from a place of deep connection, 
full of intention, deeply connected and clear on the purpose, we are starting to align our life, which allows us to experience the fullness to it, right? We're starting to align our health and our relationship and our business and our spirit and all of these different components to support each other instead of compete with each other. And this is where, again, you know, this is where the magic is. This is where miracles happen, magic happens, things become like opportunities show up. We never imagined were possible from soulmate relationships to aligned strategic alliances, um, just so much, so much. And I just want to, you know, I want to pause for a second. So three camps, drifters, drivers, and let's call them the aligned intentional, um, you know, purpose-filled core over there. And I'm not saying you can't be purposeful if you're in camp number two, but it's a different energy in a different state of being that is driving the bus in each one of these seats. I also want to have this conversation because we're coming to the close of 2021. We're closing out a year. And in the past, I'm going to tell you guys for many, many years, excluding the last year, maybe two years, this was a time of massive hustle for me. As a driver, I was like, all right, we got to close the year strong, right? We got to put out our Black Friday offers. We got to put out more offers. We got to like pump through as much cash flow as possible or check everything off the list that we can. And it be- December was a very, very high stress, high production, just tense, forced month. And so many reasons for that, but we talked about having to close the year out strong. We talked about, okay, kind of having a shortened month because of all the holidays and everything that's going on. And on top of it, the pressure to not only produce and perform at work, closing the year strong, getting all of the work done, but then showing up, being present and producing and performing for all of the family events. So, I mean, you guys can just tune into the energetic physical cocktail of what that is. That's a bunch of stress. It's a bunch of pressure. It's a bunch of obligation energy. It is a race against time and it requires so much mental, physical, and emotional energy to even like sustain any kind of level during that season. This is why most people hit December 26th, 27th and just completely crash right? And we have that week in between where people gorge themselves and, you know, eat like crap, drink a ton, and they do it all in the name of the holidays. But really it's because you're so freaking exhausted and that you're just like, this is how we cope, right? Instead of entering into the season from a place that is truly relaxed, at ease, present, and fully, fully, fully engaged. And so a couple of years ago, you know, I started to make, really make that shift. And this year I would say it was a huge one for me where my husband and I both decided we're not going to do traditional Christmas this year. We're not entering into the rat race of consumerism to buy, buy, buy shit we don't need, right? Just to see it like thrown in the corner. We made the executive decision as a couple to say, you know what, we're going to take everybody on a trip. We're going to have a family experience. We have six kids. For those of you who don't know, we have six kids from two families, two bl- a blended family, six kids, two different countries. And we just said, hey guys, we're going to take you all on a trip. There's going to be no gifts. We're going to do some games and stuff, but we're just here to really spend time together, have an amazing time, connect, merge, and be 
relaxed. So we have a week of that. And then my husband and I have a week of just downtime and planning for the two of us the week between Christmas and New Year's. And you know, I got to tell you, it feels amazing. It feels amazing to look around and not be in a rush, not be stressed about gifts or having to do all these things or, you know, be everywhere all the time. And I also decided to align my December, the whole month for for my business has been one of reflection, review, recalibration, reorganizing for 2022. And I want to tell you, you know, at the beginning of the month, there was a lot of pressure. Like I could feel the mind, you know, the old system, because I started getting all the Black Friday stuff in the inbox. And I was like, oh my gosh, this offer and that offer. And I was thinking like, oh my gosh, do I need to do something? And I could feel the old, the pull, right, of the world system, of all of the stuff that I knew so well, kind of like trying to suck me in. And I just remember really having this defining moment of saying, no, I'm not going to push anything out that's new. I'm not going to create or produce anything new this month. I'm not going to launch a big, do a big launch. I'm going to just reflect, nurture my clients, nurture myself, nurture my family, not in that order, right? But it was going to be a month of deep nourishment, enjoyment, celebration, reflection, and planning. And I got to tell you, you know, the minute I relaxed totally around that and fully accepted that that's what it was, it was so funny. I love how God, you know, God always shows up. The money's poured in anyways, right? The the stuff came came through. It was just, it was super easy. The schedule completely aligned. Everything just worked out magically. And, and of course, I was fully supported, like always. And I just want to say, like, when we get in full decision to, to stand firm in being intentional and really designing the month, the days, the life, the way that we desire, everything shows up to support us. So I wanted to say a little bit about that. And, you know, the other thing that, that used to be common for me this time of year beside all of the rush to finish out the year strong was all this pressure to create a plan for the next year that had all these like crazy goals all over it with all these, how I was going to accomplish every single goal, you know, the specific measurable, actionable, time sensitive, all the smart goals stuff that we re uh, realistic, forgot the R. See, I, I, I'm totally getting that out of my mind. I don't even set smart goals anymore. In fact, I don't encourage any of my clients to do it. Um, we do, we have a different system we use, but there's a time and place where they worked, but you know, there was all this pressure and doubt and like worry and anxiety about the future. Was I going to be able to hit everything? And like the pressure cooker would start before the year even began. And I'm here to tell you that all shifted when I decided to shift the way I experienced life, the way I was going to decide to experience life, my days, and every single arena of my life. And it was going to come into full cohesiveness, meaning everything would be designed to support each other, feed life to each other instead of being in competition with each other. So I want to invite you now, you know, I'm going to move into more of the tactical stuff and share some of the things that I do is I already mentioned one of them is number one, I just decide. <laughs> I decide to invest the time, the energy, and the space to disconnect from the noise of all the world and all of the stuff and dedicate a sacred time, space, and energy to reflection, review, 
and vision casting, future vision planning. I usually go off site. I immerse myself in nature, go to a place that is quiet. You know, again, old, old way would be to like lock yourself up in a boardroom or meet with the team in the same environment where you're always in the hustle or to try to squeeze it in in a couple free hours here or there, sort of picking away at it. But we would pick away at it in the same environment that all of the stress was sort of marinating in. And I got to tell you, environment is so key. So step number one is really to decide it gets to be different. It gets to be different. You guys have all heard it. We're human beings, not human doings. And instead of trying to shove your life into these boxes and, and these free time, it's really like, no, it starts now by me stepping out of the noise and going into a space um, that that feels amazing, that is relaxing and inspiring. I have a little space by my house um, called the Think Spot. I love it. It's it's actually like this, um, it's got beautiful gardens and a little cottage on it and a couple rooms that with with all this like art that's really funky. And so there's a lot of green, there's a river or a creek close by, there's a hiking trails. You know, I, I encourage my clients to get away. So I'm always like, book a place go somewhere. You know, even if you go to a hotel for a few days or a cabin or a lodge, or you're in a quiet space, but get out of the norm and really dedicate that, like protect the space fiercely. And when I do this, I do not spend time on social media. I don't spend time, you know, comparing to what other people are doing or whatever. I'm really just taking the time to go inward. So this is really, really important to disconnect from the noise because so many of us are still stuck in where's everyone else going? What else is happening out there? Am I ahead? Am I behind? And we're in this like comparison game. And when you're in your head and you're connected to the world stuff all the time, you really are limiting and contracting yourself. So um, take that space. And then, you know, the first thing is to really review and celebrate. Review, reflect, and celebrate. You know, what celebrations do you have from last year? What are you really appreciating from last year? You know, a lot of us were thrown into brand new ways of doing old things. Again, you know, I have a lot of people in my community that have birthed new businesses, launched completely new brands, um, shifted the way they work. A lot of businesses working, you know, teams working from home now. So a lot has changed and, um, we can get so focused on the gap of living in that gap between where we are and where we want to be, or looking back and feeling like a failure that we didn't accomplish enough, or we didn't hit the mark. But really, you know, we, I, you guys hear me say this all the time on the podcast is what I appreciate appreciates. So I always like to start with celebrations. What are we literally toasting to um, that was a hell yes from last year? You know, that felt amazing. What felt intentional and purposeful and aligned, right? Where in your last year, 2021, did you have these moments, these breaks, these pockets that felt truly intentional? You were there, you were present, you were engaged, you felt on purpose and where were you aligned? What pieces of your life felt very congruent in integrity, right? With, with who you are authentic to yourself. And then we can say, all right, so that went well. It's not so much about what went well. It's like what pieces were in the right places. And obviously the flip side of this, what was a hot mess? (laughs) What was consistently hard? 
you know, forced where you see like, oh man, it was just one thing after another, after another. There was so much resistance in these areas. I'm so curious to discover when I do a review, and this is what I do on a micro level when we do coaching as well as I just go, okay, like where is the resistance? Because life is happening, right? I, I really believe God has a destiny for us and a mission for us, and we're going there, um, but we keep getting in the way, right? Or we keep chasing the superficial things of the world because we're not connecting at a deep level. So what felt hard consistently? What felt like you were constantly in an uphill battle against it? Or maybe you would get the goal, but it was really difficult to sustain, really hard to hold on to, whether it was financial, health, a certain weight, a a place in your relationship. You guys, I kind of, I talk about these three a lot, but really review, celebrate, appreciate, and get honest about where you're forcing things, where you're still in uphill battles with things. And because this is the one thing I see is as people start to plan the next year, they think, oh, well, that didn't work well last year. I'll just do it again, but harder. I'll apply more pressure, more force, more more tactics to the same thing. And what we don't realize is when we're incongruent, if something is in force, if something is out of alignment and it's like rubbing, there's friction, it's only going to get worse if we push harder. It's only going to hurt more if we keep applying the same strategy and the same tactic to the thing. The question is not like, oh, do I need to change my strategy and my tactic? The question is really, is this really in alignment? Is this really what I desire? So this brings me to the second point, which is, you know, tune inward, get still, get quiet and start to ask yourself, the deep questions. You know, what does success mean to me at this season of my life? What does a, what does fulfillment even mean? What does that look like if I'm full of things, like of a life that feels meaningful? What does no longer mean for me? You know, what does success no longer mean to me? Like, I, I you know it because if you get it, you, you're not satisfied. You're not fulfilled. You're not thriving. What does it mean to you in this season of life? We've done so many, you know, episodes and talking around different seasons of life call us to, to be different, to have a different vision, a different mission, a different purpose. And some of us are just stuck thinking we have to keep going and pushing and forcing something that was planted, you know, a long, long time ago, but was it like that season's over, baby, that season's over. What does it mean to be successful, fulfilled in this season of life? What does it no longer mean? And if you were truly in alignment, what would be happening in your life? You know, the inward focus is so key. So when I say about getting disconnected, it's like, what are you plugging into? Um, a lot of, you know, the, the retreats and when I do this with my clients, we're, we're doing a series of meditation or visualization or prayer or getting grounded and connected either in the earth through breath work, through different practices to tune inwards. Otherwise you're creating from your head again. And you know, your head is just a construct of programs from the world. You've got to begin to create from your heart to envision from your heart, tuning in. The third piece here, the third step is really getting real, raw and real with yourself. 
You know, you got to figure out where you're at. One of a very simple, basic tool that I use is a life arenas assessment. Um, you guys, I'm going to drop the link to that in the show notes. So you guys can do that for yourself, but do a life arenas assessment and measure where are you at in the key arenas of your life. Get raw and real with yourself. I mean, this is one of the first things I do with clients because I know that we all have that domino, you know, that one area where if we can just tip that one area, everything else gets easier, but we keep chasing the wrong areas and we keep focusing on the wrong areas. And so the friction continues. It's like a tire that's really wobbly, but get real with yourself, do a life arenas assessment and assess, assess, in each of those arenas, what is no longer working, right? What what gets to shift in those arenas? What's the one key thing that gets to shift to move you into alignment? Um, the fourth step here is to get into that dream state. I am a big fan of, you know, creation power. We are co-creators. We are meant to be powerful collaborators and co-creators with God and with each other, the masculine, the feminine, and then in our teams. But in order to truly get into a place of creation, we get to enter this space of imagination, of dream state, give ourselves permission to play there. Everything is first created through inspiration. And you know, again, I, the reason why I don't like these goals that a lot of people said is this word realistic. We really limit ourselves to say, well, what's realistic? What's realistic? Instead of starting with dreaming a little and getting those creative juices flowing to just explore and experiment with what turns you on? What is actually exciting you in this season of life? Where do you, when you start to dream about it, where do you feel the magnetism? You know, when you start doing the electrical charge around it, all of a sudden, do you feel the magnetic pull towards these things? We want to tune in to that. Okay, so once we we start to really tune into the dream and we tune into like what's magnetic, what has pull, like a pull and what doesn't, what is repellent, <laughs> right? I mean, I remember for years writing goals that I thought I had to write down, financial numbers for my business or other goals that I, as I was writing them, I could feel almost like the resistance or the, the repelling of my soul, my spirit. But I was like, yeah, but I have to go through this. And I had bought the idea and the lie that, well, I just got to push through. I got to push through. And perseverance and steadfastness is not the same as forcing something right? Perseverance and steadfastness is knowing the pull, being lit up, seeing that, you know, we're going to have situations come up, circumstances up that are going to refine us and we remain steadfast in the process. That's different, right? That's different than starting out the gate with something where there's massive resistance. Tune into that. And the next thing here is to decide and reorganize, right? decide and reorganize the hierarchy of priorities. Every single person, every single person I've ever worked with has got their priorities all messed up, out of order, most of the time completely upside down. They think, well, once I get all these other things knocked off the list, then I'll fully be able to enjoy my time with my wife or with my kids when we go on that vacation. And when we start to play with this pyramid and restructure the order, the pecking order or the hierarchy that gets our attention, our focus, our energy first so that everything else can get easier, this is how we begin to move into that flow state. 
So I encourage you to start with the things you know, you know, will have the greatest impact over everything else. For me, I mean, energy is everything. And I fundamentally believe if you do not have the energy, you know, you will not be able to show up for your work, for your mission, for your family, to make love, to be with your kids, to ski, to do whatever. I mean, energy is everything. The connection to the heart and the spirit is everything. I mean, that's me, you know, but you've got to look at your, your life arenas and say, okay, what are the things that truly matter most that I know that when this is in order, the next thing gets is so much easier. You know, I was talking to a client the other day and he was saying, you know, I used to waste so much time, time and energy during the day worrying about the fight I had with my wife the day before or worrying about how she was going to act or respond or what I was coming home to when I walked in the door. How much bandwidth gets sucked up from your mission, right? from your mission at work because you're just, it's getting siphoned into worrying, stressing about what happened or is going to happen in your relationships. If that's the, if that's what's going on and you're prioritizing your business over your relationship, we got, we got issues because you've got a massive energetic drain and leak, right? So we know if we plug the leak in the relationship and we, we move the relationship to a place that is life-giving, then it, it gives oxygen, to explore, to think, to really step into the next level of mission at work. This is why I would say, you know, when our relationships are right, especially this love relationship, it gives oxygen and fuel to our mission because our ability to see and think clearly in our capacity is so expanded. So it's time to reorganize the structure, the hierarchy of your priorities, and then schedule and protect your priorities first. The first thing I do is I grab a calendar for the year after, you know, after I kind of go through this process and I put in the things that matter most and I block off every single morning, you know, till about 1130. That's Christine's time. That's my time to pray, to activate my body, to write, to create, to sleep, to do whatever, you know, and I, I structure the morning so that they fuel and feed my afternoons, right? I put in the quality trips with my husband, our our trips, our one-on-one time every quarter that goes in next. And then I put in my, you know, my personal playtime, our playtime trips, you know, the ski trips and all the other things that we get to experience with together with our family, with our kids. And it, and you start to build the calendar around that obviously leaving space for other things to be open. And this isn't a rigid system, but it's scheduling the things that matter most that you know have the highest ROI that will feed oxygen to everything else. And then you will, this is how we multiply time, guys. This is how we multiply energy. This is how we multiply opportunity. And once I get this one, once I get this down, then, you know, I really begin to, instead of goals, one of the questions I ask is, what is the evidence you will see of you being in full alignment along the way. So if you're truly in alignment in your relationship and you're truly honoring the vision you have for your health, what will be evidence for you? You know, will you, will you be down 10 pounds? Will you notice that your clothes fit differently, that you have, you wake up rested and energized? Like what will the evidence be, the tangible, measurable evidence that you'll be able to look at and say, how will I know I'm living with intention, with purpose, in alignment, right, at work? How, you know, is it going to be your team, you know, filling out a 
a survey or an assessment of a fulfillment and engagement survey? Is it going to be sales numbers? I mean, there's so many measurements that we can put in place, but I call it evidence instead of goals. Cause now I'm not starting and chasing a goal. The evidence is what happens when you're living in the flow. So you can have these benchmarks that you're sort of looking out for, right? But I would say the evidence is going to be this or something so much more because I can't even begin to imagine what else is possible if I'm truly optimizing and living from this state of intention, purpose, alignment, and flow, right? It's totally different than someone having a goal saying, I got to lose 30 pounds. I got to lose 30 pounds. And they're so focused on where they're not yet. And it is a push and a hustle and a drive and willpower the whole way there. Instead of saying, I am living in full alignment and integrity of health today. I'm nourishing my body today. I move and activate my body today, right? I sleep seven to nine hours today. Oh, and by the way, you know what? In about six weeks or 90 days, I should see 30 pounds off the scale, 90 days, right? Maybe in six weeks, there's 10 to 15 pounds off the scale, but I'm not chasing the number. I'm living in integrity with health and vitality today. Okay. So this is the big switch. And this is what I mean by when we say live it in the now, right? We've got to get those intentions, that, that vision, the integrity in our body now. But I hear it all the time from everyone that says, well, you know what? I, oh, Christina has been so crazy. It's been so busy. I haven't had time to fill in the blank, to work out, to go on. You know, we haven't had a date night in forever. We haven't, I've worked with couples who haven't taken a trip together in over 10 years. I want you to sink into that. That's nuts, right? How do you nourish a relationship, a quality, intimate connection, if you're not dedicated and devoted to investing time, not just once a quarter, every day, right? But being intentional. So, you know, when we start to live in integrity now, and it doesn't mean you have to turn your whole world upside down, but this starts with micro recalibrations, micro shifts, 1% shifts, 1% alignments. Like what's one thing that gets me closer to alignment today? What's one micro shift? And we're just doing these micro, 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 micro realignments all day long, all week long, all month long. We're literally removing resistance and the floodgates, man, are opening up. And it is a beautiful, beautiful way to live because I'll tell you, every day you feel successful. Every day you feel aligned. Every day you feel great. And I'm not saying every day is amazing. I mean, I'm making it sound that way, but I will tell you that overall we can review at the end of the day and say, you know what? I lived in integrity. I lived in integrity today. And if you didn't, well, where did I miss the mark? And we're at least reflecting, celebrating, going through this process that I just took you through kind of on a daily basis. You know, it's just happening below the scenes. There is, of course, so much more to this for the purposes of this podcast. I'm not going to dive into this, but, you know, we get to look at things like what are the belief system, the energy and the structure that support this lifestyle, right? So what are the belief systems that I would adopt um, to actually have this be true day in and day out. And we get to remove the old belief systems. What would you no longer believe? You know, we get to look at what is the energy that I get to be in 
hold and sustain, right? The, the, the state I get to sustain on a daily basis to be in alignment. Obviously it takes capacity to, to be present for your family and for your business and for your team. So, you know, we get to look at, okay, what is the structure and support that I get to be into so that I can have that level of energy. But these seven steps basically that I just took you through are already so much more than most people will ever do. You know, I was, I was on the spin bike this morning and I was reflecting, man, more people, people spend more time planning a vacation than they do how to plan a kick-ass day, right? Day in and day out, right? It's like taking that two minutes, 60 seconds, whatever it is in the morning, five minutes to tune in and really direct the focus of the day. People spend more time and energy planning this five days out of the whole year or seven days or whatever it is. And they do just how I'm going to live my life day to day. People spend more time planning their wedding day. Couples spend more time planning their wedding day than they ever do give attention to like how am I going to build an intimate, deeply connected, thriving relationship? We, we sit here and stress and plan over details that don't matter for fleeting days, right? Trying to please a whole bunch of people or maybe give ourselves the illusion of pleasing ourselves for one day instead of saying, are we planning a thriving, intimate, connected relationship day in and day out as the years go by? People spend more time planning where they're going to go for dinner than they do how to cultivate a kick-ass body, energy levels, and clarity of mind. We put so much more attention and focus on these superficial fleeting things than the things that truly sustain and build the foundations for flow to happen. So as as we kind of close today, I just want you to think about, tune into for a minute, how much time, energy, attention, Am I giving towards superficial things that are fleeting? It's not going to matter in one year, five years. It's just not going to matter, right? It may not even matter tomorrow, to be honest, or in a month. Am I willing to start to redirect and shift my focus towards that which actually matters and to be fully present as I cultivate and design a life that feels amazing in 2022? I would say, you guys, the house shows up the minute we get clear on the what. A lot of these things we talked about today are the what, because if you're listening to my podcast, you're good at the how. The how shows up when you get clear on the what, right? The strategy, the, the steps, those are, that's the easy part. But when you're in alignment with the things that you love to do, that your heart's calling you to step into, and you're living in integrity and alignment, the doing is easy. It just happens. But most people are stuck in figuring out what to do instead of who to be, what to embody more of. So just to recap today, we have three camps. We got the drifters. We got the hard drivers. And we got those who tap into true power and flow. Where have you been playing, my loves? Where have you been playing in 2021, 2020? Where do you want to play in 2022? Are you ready to make the leap, right? Are you ready to make the leap and begin to be one who leads, loves, and serves from a state of true power, God flowing through you, right? Like a true state of like flow instead of force. If you are, I encourage you to tune in to the discussion today. 
follow the steps that we talked about as we kind of, you know, wrap it up here. Just want to say one more thing that for those of you who are serious in taking this to the next level, I'm going to give you a couple things down below. I'm going to give you the link so you can have that life arenas assessment. Um, that's a free assessment you can tap into and see kind of where you're at, what arenas you're you're thriving in, maybe what arenas you're drifting in, right? Where are you driving? Where are you thriving? Where are you drifting? Take a look at that. You can follow the show notes. And for those of you who want to really have a little bit more structure around this, I'm going to put something together for you. I'm going to um, I have a, a special invitation and offer to the annual review and vision planning uh, workshop and uh, process that I run my clients. So you guys can check that out in the show notes as well. That's a bit more comprehensive with some training and tools to actually support you in breaking this down step by step. So you guys, I just want to thank you all for being here today. I think this is a really important discussion as we look ahead how do you want to experience the rest of 2021? How do you want to experience 2022? Will you design an intentional and purposeful life or will you remain in the drift operating from a state of force? My loves, again, thank you. Thank you for being here. If you're enjoying the show, please share it with a friend, subscribe and review this podcast. And as always, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously as warriors of the heart. You guys, we are living the untamed life, and this is truly the only life worth living. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.